What is good, y'all? It's your boy Dose. It's your boy Wavy. And this is Dose and Wavy Chill Hour. Back at it again with another one. My man, how you feeling? Man, you know, I'm I'm living. I'm living. Living. (laughs) Indoors. Indoors, as most of us are. Yes, sir. We just gonna just talk about what we did today. Probably nothing, but you know, it's all right. All right, though, but but hey, we're um. So today's episode, we're gonna talk about growth. Yes, sir. and it's it's gonna be a little deep in the sauce today, but a little drizzle, a little, little drizzle, little drizzle, but we're gonna get a little touch into our lives. And, you know, give me a little headspace. Yeah, because as you know, I feel like as everybody is thinking at two in the morning, <laughs> looking at the fucking ceiling, playing Drake possibly. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know what y'all are. <laughs> But that's just what I be doing. I be thinking. Now that I'm by myself, I'm like, dang. What is life? Yep. <laughs> Have what? I grown as a person? Is it good? <laughs> and we're is gonna it give bad? you. We're gonna give you a couple tips and you know, just to help you out with that process as you know we've been processing. You know, mm-hmm. as college students, as just being a person in general. Yeah. Yeah. So start it off like as it's yo. As a high schooler, my boy, mm. it's just started off where it gets greasy and messy. I don't know. Some people's lives get a little messy when they're like younger or whatever. But majority of us get greasy and a little messy and like growth and like we don't know what we are when we just being a teenager. So where you at when like how you saw you see yourself growing from once you was a teenager to now? Um, for me, it was when I was, I, I was dealing with a lot as a, as a kid. And, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone, we all go through something. You know, for me, it was, I, I didn't have a great relationship with my dad. And, you know, um, my parents divorced. It's just so, uh, a lot of moving places in and out, trying to keep it all together. But one, one specific moment, and I feel as though everyone has that key moment in their life where it sort of clicks oh yeah you know what i mean for me it was it was ninth grade mm. you know I, it clicked for me um i actually um it was so funny because i used to hang around like <laughs> it was just the wrong crowd at the wrong time you know what i mean you, I we, think we, we've all been there that man's wrong time wrong time you know <laughs> um so basically i got Arrested. Oh shit! Yeah, I was, I was in ninth grade. I got arrested. It was in school for arson. Yo, 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 yeah. You told me this story, bro. Yeah, I remember hearing this. Yeah, yeah. Just, so this is just crazy <laughs> for arson, and I basically um, just I, it lit my hand. We were all playing around with fire around a lunch table, and long story short, um, my backpack caught on fire. Yeah, so I got in trouble because I was the one who had the lighter. No one else did, even though they were still playing with it too. But I got in trouble. Yeah, I, I went to juvie and I only stayed for about like a day or two. It was just a few days. Like, bro, honestly, they got to play the weed. Like, come on. <laughs> Point is, don't go to jail. Right? <laughs> don't, don't go to juvie, especially. We ain't trying to do all that. It's, it's 
actually very depressing because people, they just don't know how to read. Like, bro, you know, you ever been in class and like people, and they're like, oh, I can do it. And it's that one person that can't read, bro. There's like the, 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 Story short, I, I stayed and I really couldn't sit back. And I really thought about it. I was like, man, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, here I am. And I, you know, as for me personally, I had faith that I wasn't going to be there that long. Yeah. You know, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be here and I'm going to leave. You know. Yeah. So eventually, I got out, and it was a very emotional time for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I want to. I want to change. Change my life. You know, do yeah. better. Got to. You, you got to. It's like that's so crazy. It's it's so crazy. I, this is the second time hearing this story, but it's so crazy. If y'all know your your boy Wavy, he's always on the positive tip, like heavily, and like to think, yo, my man. Yeah, went to juvie. It's like <laughs> some crazy shit. <laughs> I was very rebellious, bro. I, I, I still am, but. <laughs> It's just a little dog it's back. Just, yeah, it's a little dog back. But, you know, I... It, it's so funny. Around that time, it's hard to... It's easy for me to explain. But it's different when you're in that situation. I know a lot of people yeah. are in a tough situation where it's hard to connect with certain people. Because you can't always... You know, you can't always relate with everyone. Not everyone's been through what you've been through. You know? I've always, I've always been the friend that'd be like, dang, you didn't do that. I'd be like, that's tough, but like, I always try to like, relate myself to it a little bit. It, yeah. does, it always doesn't work out, not even like work out the best. It's always coming from a genuine yeah. place, but it's just like, it's hard to. I can't, you can't reach right there. <laughs> It's like, you, you know, I don't expect you to be sympathetic, but be empathetic. Mm, you know what I mean? You can't relate. You may not. It's, it's like if I was white trying to relate to someone who's black. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I can't sympathize with you because I've never been. But I can empathize. I can understand. Yeah. And I think that's the basis of how we can all come together. Just understanding. You know what I mean? So, but for me, um, you know, to go back to the the topic is that around that time, I was, my my father, he he completely was like against me. He's like, oh, you're not going to get a job. You're not going to, you're not going to make it. You know, this is so, and he thought I had some mental issues, like problems. Um, Actually, um, ironically, um, that year, I had to go see psychological. Well, I had to, actually, no, before all this, right, I got in trouble. I got expelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got suspended or expelled, and I had to stay home, be homeschooled. Yeah, it, it was really tough. It was really tough. I had to be homeschooled for a while, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to use this time to. Uh, uh, you slick, low key. I already been used to like everybody inside. Yeah, I was I was kind of used to being like online school, and I had this lady come by to check up, give me homework, and whatnot. Go to the library. It's very, you know, mundane task. I got it done, and I was like, you know what? Let me find out, find myself. I didn't know how, and I think 
we shouldn't know how, but the will to do is what's important. You know? So, what I did was I, I started meditating. Um, speak on it, speak on it, meditation. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Meditation. Your boy is a week in. <laughs> Four days in. <laughs> But that's progress. I ain't doing it today, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is still progress. It's still progress. As long as you see change, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was like, you know, I was so angry at my father. And I was like, you know what? I can't do this. And once I got back in school, um, actually, uh, it was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And um, around this time, I was, I started doing martial I started really going into heavy martial arts um, with my, one of my best friends, my brother, and that, that's, that's when I really started to understand a lot more about myself and discipline, you know, um, so during this time I had a lot of, you know, books and things I read and wanted to learn more about it, but the problem is that I actually got covered. Again, yeah. Again, my boy, what are you doing? Again, I got in trouble again. I was like, dude, like seriously? And because somebody thought that, because I was looking at one of the books during class, mm-hmm. right? And take in mind, these books, they look like they're bad because, quote unquote, it says like how to kill, how to, you know what I mean? It's one of those, okay. Uh, okay. So, like, I was, I, it's, I was it's out. <laughs> and so I just looked at yeah. you, I see you in the lot of I was like, bro, come the on. Yeah, I was like, yo, come on, bro. It's not like that, all right? I was just curious. I was just, I was just reading, all right? Mm-hmm. So, basically, I got in trouble. And my brother, who I was training with, um, shout out to Marcus, I, I was training with, he actually got in trouble, too. I swear. And he was, he was at a different school. And, and it was sad because they contacted that school and said, yo, like... You know, you're gonna be suspended or something. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm so serious. And so it affected me so much because I felt so guilty because it's my fault. Mm-hmm. And the worst part is, is that he, you know, he, he suffers with a lot of anxiety and depression. So oh, at the time when he got in trouble, he literally could not stop hurting himself. So his mom had damn. to take him, he had, they had to take him to um, uh, a mental hospital. Yeah, and I, that was the worst. I still, to this day, feel guilty about it because it really, really made me realize that like everything I did affected everyone. And so I was like, you know what? I can't do this. And my dad, you know, he was not supportive at all. He was like, you're ill, you know, you need help. And I was like, dude, I'm fine. Like, you don't even know me like that, you know? And and also, that's a problem people was like, Parents don't like, try to understand kids. Yeah. It's not always black and white. You're quoting the greatest, man. Parents just don't understand. And that's, yeah. even though that's a funny song, but like, sometimes it really it's just like a, you know, this guy for so just, like, I don't know it's like, right, never gets talking wise, because I feel like once, yeah. a lot of times, when once um, people, mm-hmm get to that teenage age, they just stop talking Yeah. Parents, and you know, you just, oh man, I'm a teenage, I'm on my food and shit, and you know, arms folded, yeah. <laughs> looking at, you're in the front seat of the car, you're looking out the window, <laughs> and you're like, bitter and everything, and it's just overrated, and so, 
I understand there's a disconnect for that, and yeah. I, it's also really hard for parents to understand. Since, yeah. like, you're not communicating, mm-hmm. then you just... Because I feel, you know, communication is open is key. You know, I, I mean, there are, granted, there are very, there are, there's a lot of parents I've seen who really do connect with their kids, you know, who, yeah. still, you know. But unfortunately for me, it, it wasn't that way. Yeah. And for many, it may not be that way, you know, unfortunately. And, you know, for me, you know, my, my father, he forced me to therapy. Actually, Ooh. so I I had wow. to actually go to therapy. I had to get psychoanalyzed. I had to get, you know, I had to be a bunch of school counselors and stuff because they were like, oh, you know, we need to investigate. You know, we need to figure out what's wrong. You know, I was like, dude, nothing's wrong. It's just my dad. It's <laughs> just <laughs> my dad. That's the only thing that's my problem because like we've been arguing so much, so much. There's so much anger, so much resentment around the time. And the one thing that I needed was just support. And I feel like, you know, what, whoever's you know, going through is that we all just need support. That's it. That's, that's me. You know, it's like that. That is true. We all like support. You always need a support system. That's why a lot of, it's honestly why a lot of kids act up. Yeah. Like the majority of it. It's still, like, even though you're a teenager, it's like you're still a kid. I don't know for you, but like, I feel like life at this point of everything is moving by completely fast. Oh yeah, for sure. Like one day you're just in your room playing Xbox. The next thing you know, oh yeah, it's a senior, it's your senior year, and you're ready to leave. You gotta go off to college. Right. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, just chilling with the homies. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> So that teenage age is still like you're still trying to like I want to independent, but support system, and you're just like in that in between. That's why it's teenage. Like you're in the in between, you're just stuck in the middle. And all honestly, all the parents can do is just hey, I'm here instead of just okay, I'm just getting space. Yeah, yeah. Or they just or they think that telling them what to do will help. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What they telling them? "Quote unquote," motivating them yeah, sometimes isn't always the best, especially with black parents. It's like a very yeah, disconnect. Yeah, it's like there's a difference between telling me what like tell is there's a difference between guiding me and yelling at me. Yeah, big ass difference. Like I'm not going to listen to you if your voice is a different octave. It's yeah, exactly. Not- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'm also not going to listen to you if your voice is a lower octave. It's a <laughs> It's a big like it's a, Yeah It's like there, There's a certain way You have to deliver mm-hmm. You know what I mean You gotta show love But also You know Guide them In the right way And then it's like Also <laughs> Another thing Like when you're like In that age Of being like a teenager You feel like You're at your prime Of yeah. like Of life Yeah <laughs> Like your like Physical like Prime Like you think, oh, so like, for example, you were doing martial arts and everything. So as growing up, you like, I, did you like test your dad? Like, yo, what's up? Like, not like a gut check or anything. Just, you know, walking by, you got, you're doing like push-ups. So you feel a little bigger. So you're like, what's, what's up? <laughs> See, that's the thing. You know, when it came to, I guess I just looked at it in a different aspect. 
You know, I never felt the need to really size up to my dad. It was more like a intellectual battle. You know, it, it wasn't like, you know, like we're both yelling at each other or anything, but it was, it was a lot of, you know, arguments. And it, it was like, I came, and I, I just came to a point where when I, when I went to therapy, all right, and I recommend therapy for anyone, even if, no matter what, yeah, shout out to therapy, I, I do, Always I really therapy. recommend it because I feel like everyone needs a little bit of therapy, you know, we, we all go through and it's, it will affect you for the rest of your life. Facts. You know, for me, it was, that's why I'm able now to really talk about how I feel. And really explain where my mindset is because it's like when you're in therapy, all you're really doing is just you're just venting. Most of the time for me, it was just venting and using proper words to describe my feelings. Mm -hmm. That that was that was really what it is. And my my therapist was like, "Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just your dad." And I was like, "Yeah." You know, there's there's nothing wrong with me. But the hardest part is is when you're trying to convince a lot of people that there isn't wrong anything wrong with you. Um so it's like once you're like once you did like they after look after you go to therapy, people be looking at you weird like uh you did that. You did that? It's like, either a negative it's it's both negative, but it's like either like, oh let's let's kinda of baby him and like let's not bother him before he gets yeah crazy. yeah gets manic you know <laughs> I don't want him to go talk to his therapist and then you look bad as a family and you're like damn yes or the um or they shun you yeah because there's such a negative stigma mm-hmm. you know against it and I was like you know I'm not I'm not crazy I'm just chilling I'm just chilling <laughs> also that's a it's also a negative word it's crazy yeah, it's like you know, you know, just because there's something going on doesn't mean that you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's not crazy. You should never use a word crazy to describe somebody's state. Facts, because what's crazy to that was crazy to you. It was probably almost saying it to them. Exactly. You know, and 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 that's not that's not cool. You know, especially with people who really go through a lot. It's not. You never want to say, "Oh, yeah, you're just crazy." It's like no. Avoid just, the big C word. Yeah, please avoid the big C word. You know, that's that's never the best way to <laughs> describe anything. Yo, you crazy? Unless it's like a situation. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Seeing <laughs> two cars piled up, that's fucking crazy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you know. Once I got through, it was uh, I went to therapy for about two years, and my my last year time my last time going was around junior year, mm-hmm. and for me during this time I I started meditating, I understood, I guess in a way I understood where I was spiritually. Because the problem was is that my, my father, you know, my father's a pastor. Okay. You know, like, you know, when you're a pastor's kid, you know, uh-huh. you you just there's a lot of things you see behind the behind the scenes. There's a, mm-hmm. And when you see that your father is this abusive person and you see them trying to teach good and mm-hmm. positivity Very you know, to the public. It's like you know, I had basically no support. 
as a kid because I would reach out to people at church. I'm like, yo, I'm going through this thing. And they're like, well, pray about it. You know, we've all heard that. I understand prayer is so good, but like, you know, help. Yeah, help me. <laughs> like, you know, like God is in heaven and like he gets the prayers. I'm talking to you. This is a sign for him help. Yeah. God is sending through me a sign to you to help me. Exactly. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and you know, when you're a kid, you don't know who to go to. Mm. You know what I mean? You just my, feel trapped. You just feel trapped. And, and you know, my mother, you know, my mom was already going through a lot, you know, and for me, it was like a big responsibility because I was the only guy too. You know, I was with my mom, my sister. Ah, okay. And so, you know, my dad told me when I was, when I was about seven, he said, you know, you're going to have to be the man of the house because I'm not going to be around anymore. That's facts. And I was like, dang, bro, I'm seven, ten years old, and you're going to tell me that? Yeah, that's, you know that's, I mean? that's a lot of... <laughs> and then, you know, once everything happened, I was like, dang, now I can't really... I have to look after my sister, got to be a rock for my mom, be like... You know, my mom will have, you know, she'll always come through breakdowns coming home, you know, and because... You know, she had to work two jobs just to get us where we are. and That's the hardest part. It's, it's hard, mom. you know? It's, it's like scary. seeing your mom on ground zero. Like, it's, hey, it's cold tough, man. my man says, my hero is on ground zero. That's the always yeah. the hardest part, to see that. Yeah. Like, damn. Like, if, like, damn, if they outside beating you up like that, what are they going to do Exactly, to me? exactly. And I was like, dude, how, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know... So during this time here, I, I learned myself, I, I trained myself spiritually and I realized that I could not, I used to compare my dad to the religion itself. Mm, so you just, you automatically just made, both of them are just negative. Yeah. Like yeah. the practice as itself yeah. is just negative. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not about me. it. I don't want to be around it. You know, that's mm. when I started learning about other religions. I, I learned about, you know, I got heavy into like, like Buddhism, you know, and I started understanding more about it. And during this process, I learned, I was like, you know what? It's not, I can't compare. And I, I just took the traits. I took the foundations of Christianity and I said, this is what it is. You know, it's not about hate. It's not about judging. It's not about this. It's about love. It's about helping each other. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. If you honestly just take the, like, basic heart of it, and then it's fine. It's yeah. just people around. Yeah, it's the people around. And, like, that's where you, like, you know, you feel like you lose the... It's like the godliness of everything. Yeah. Exactly. Even though the Bible itself was written, and you know how that goes, yeah. it was written by man, but through like God's, like the Holy Spirit yeah. going through there and writing. That's that's what I take apart of like, especially the New Testament. The Old yeah, Testament, the Testament, low key, yeah, <laughs> low key. The, like I felt like the New Testament slick one. Don't get me wrong, it's but um, yeah. So the Old Testament is just wild as a fuck, like yeah. just wild. But mainly, that's the reason why they sent Jesus back. Like, <laughs> yo, like, yo, my man, I think you gotta go down there. You gotta go down there and set some rules right because they are wild. I don't know what is going on. The last <laughs> books of the Old Testament, I don't even know what them. Yo, they're just talking about births and kings. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, yeah, go down there, bro. 
And it, you know, because Old Testament is about the reality of the time. Yeah. The New Testament was just like building rules and like what you should just do daily. They would, yeah, be a really, person. really going back to the basics. That man Jesus was like, you know, let's, let's bring it back to basics. <laughs> bring it back. I bring love, it back. love thy neighbor, you know, love everybody. Like, let's let's go back. <laughs> I don't know what y'all on right now. You know, you can't kill nobody either. But you're just saying, let's die yeah. Let's die <laughs> Let's rewind. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's crazy. Like that you brought if that happened. Like you saw out other religions because of one. Like one was messing up, and that's weird. Like I just how I see a lot of people, like young young people, mm-hmm. that I'm like hear about why like they don't do church because of the yeah because of that. And it's like yeah. yo, like honestly, if you don't like, don't get me wrong. I'm I have never been in that position. Where, like, I never felt like, oh, I'm not messing with that church. But it's always been hard for me to find a church. Yeah. Because it's like... It's, it's tough. Because I'm used to this, my certain church, and my mm-hmm. pastor saying certain things. Yeah. And he's really cool with everybody. He's cool with the kids. Shout out Pastor Games. And, like, he's just overall cool. And I'm like, okay, this is... This is what I think... Religion is community. That's what mainly we had over there. Even though we were small in numbers, we had a community. Just wholeheartedly, like, great community, great everything in mm-hmm. the neighborhood. And so it's like, you know, hearing that, oh, I had a terrible church experience. It was just awful. And so I just don't deal with churches. It's like, yo. <laughs> You mess with Jesus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, you're not banging with God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's honestly a different type of growth. And I, like you grew out of that. Thank, thank God you grew out of that and found like, okay, th- this is the separation between bad people mm. and God. Did, Let's go yeah. back to the godliness exactly. of this religion. Exactly. And, and unfortunately, you know, Church, certain churches, there are different. There's a difference between church and church folk. That's fucking period. Say that so it's time. <laughs> it's a difference between church and church folk. Now, church mm-hmm. is about bringing people in, bringing people together. You know, all for one thing. We're all here just to learn and and praise God. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and heal the broken. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? Now, church folk, church folk, judgmental, messy. It's messy. It's just <laughs> drama. It's just and it, and that's what that's what creates the dis the disruption. But you know, for people to come back. Yes. It's always hard for like people. Like I just honestly, yeah. I don't know. That's why I personally just do my little thing mm-hmm. that I found for the time being. Right now, it's doing it's doing me well. You know, the yeah. prayer meditation thing that I'm doing right now. I don't have a bot. Personally, I don't have my Bible back on me, so I'm not in the Testament. But, you know, I could download that, but I just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I get you, bro. I get you. I just have not did in the time. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, when I, when, I was, when I was learning, I would say Buddhism has made me a better Christian. Whoa. That's different. Speak on it. I want to hear this. So... When I was, you know, when I was learning, I realized a lot of people, one, Buddhism, yes, it, it is a religion. 
But I realize a lot of people actually follow more of the philosophy behind it. And that was where I was. I was like, I love the philosophy. I love the philosophy that, you know, the it's very similar in nature. You know, how you treat people where you are, focusing on yourself, you know, um, controlling the, the controlling of emotions and through that, when I learned meditation, it, it felt like through, I learned meditation, quote unquote, through the Buddhism practice, but I used meditation instead of, quote unquote, with myself, I, quote unquote, I visualized God, me meditating with God in that moment. Mm. So that's so you did like a, a yeah, I did a like, gumbo. Yeah, yeah, basically. Put everything I kind together. of threw everything together. And I was like, you know what? This is it. And I love, I would say, yes, I love Buddhism philosophy, but I am a Christian. Yeah. That is my religion. And that's a, like, I feel like that's would be a perfect blend. And I don't think that's um, non sacrilegious at all. No, yeah. It's just like you're blending in for what you're, everybody has a different relationship with God. This is your relationship with God that you found out yeah. through everything was like, all right, this works for me. We just, you know, been taught, okay, this is what you should do. Yeah. But it's on you to figure it out. That's what confirmation was about, if you really think about it. Like, confirmation was about, I, you on your own now. Yeah. Let's figure out a, your way to figure out what, like, how you see God and how he is to you exactly exactly and, and that's exactly what it was it was about our relationship so man it's about our relationship so through your teenage years you found like a perfect balance yeah I, I found spirituality but this was just a stepping stone mm-hmm. you know what I mean and you know through the through meditation and, and just to get a little you know tip is that I'm I'm also like a medium mm-hmm. you know so like I can see ghosts and stuff and you know I'm very connected to that spiritual side so it's like I really wanted to understand more about you know of course like the, you know when we all get into it we're like third eye and junk and <laughs> it, it's, eye, it's cool <laughs> you know but you start to when you get really deep into it, it you start feeling a lot of things so I had to like kind of like put away push that away you know and oh. just focus on okay I'm just gonna meditate <laughs> just Yo, gonna meditate I, I, I ain't there yeah, nah, nah, nah. You get into some deep stuff, but I ain't there. Point is, <laughs> just to just to fast forward, fast forward. Senior year, you know, I graduate um, in school. I'm basically doing fine. You know, I'm really heavy into myself, understanding myself more, and learning. Just just being really introspective. Mm-hmm. You know, helping other people. That's when I really start to understand like what is positivity. You know what I mean? What is truly... I've always been a positive person, but when I understood myself, I felt like I can understand other people. You know? So, this was a big change, and and I just want to end it right there. And I want to go to you, Sean, because it's about to turn to some college time. I got you. Uh, oh, I'm going to put a little note. <laughs> well, my man backing up, backing up. Um, Grow for me from Confidence, mainly. Mm. As as you may disbelieve. And a lot of people know me like as oh chipper and happy and like super like outgoing.
outgoing and like yeah. funny and everything. I was the opposite of that. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like my high school started um, in eighth grade. Mm. So I got there. I really was just bouncing around. Like high school was just really like how like they say college you find yourself. Yeah. That's what really high school was for me to find myself. And I was just be bouncing around click to click black white we didn't have like that many people because it's like new orleans south you're not gonna see it's yeah. either black or white <laughs> so it's like fixing in and then you know i was always feeling like oh i've been in catholic school all my life too so i just feel like yeah i'm i'm like what like they would be like oh you're white and you'd like sound proper and you're talking white. Mm-hmm. so i'll just be like which is also a problem so that shout out to the movie Dope when that movie came out. I remember this heavily. I was like, wow, amazing representation. <laughs> Look at that. And like all of those people. Also Tyler, shout out to Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Helped me like get into my skin. Literally. It was a lot of like moments. Just overall like growing, like trying to find my way. And then I was on the football team, mm-hmm. uh, eighth grade to to my sophomore year and then I quit because I was like this is whack because (laughs) one thing it was whack they changed my position and I really messed with that (laughs) like I was um I was a middle linebacker and then they changed me to fullback and I didn't fuck with it because I didn't like offense I rather tackle people because I like that I like doing that and so that's then I quit because I was like I didn't feel like I fit in anymore and then on the last day I was quitting, I packed everything up, took everything from my locker. I was like, yep, this is it. This is it. A fight was bro- broke out in the locker room. So I was like, what? oh, yes, this is definitely a reason. <laughs> yes, sir. So I'm sitting on the couch and these two dudes go at it. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm sitting on the couch. I got the bag full of all of my, my um, everything that I had in my locker. And I'm just sitting there just like, yeah. This is what's going on in your talking about the coach. This is what's going on in your stuff. Just like, yeah, this is what's going on, and I'm not gonna be a part of it. And then I just, but I had joined wrestling in ninth grade, and that right there changed my life and made me like more confident in myself because it was just like a group of people who were weird. They were weird. Everybody, everybody, wrestlers are weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No cap. Not gonna hold you, but. It was my weirdos. <laughs> so just a, like, and then we were winning too. So it was like, we were being successful but not like getting credit for anything. Nobody would like, like, oh yeah. And wrestling team won, run the state runner up. Okay, all right, cool, means anyways. <laughs> and like, they would kept pushing. Then we won state and like that gave, and then we went back to back. Like that was, my junior and senior year, we went back to back, and that was like a big confident booster. You know, I just felt like, oh man, I'm like part of something really cool, mm-hmm. and this is really dope. And so that really helped like grow me, like, like you know, like body wise, it made me feel comfortable in my skin, and I would definitely joke around with them more and be happier like laughing with them Mm -hmm. and then we're just all like working together to get to a goal and we just joke around shout out to my wrestling team shout out to the boys you already know the vibes but yeah it's just all of that helped and then 
then I had like a really rough patch. Mm. Like I didn't have like friends, so I'm not gonna get all deep into that because like the friendship would be like another episode in itself. But I didn't really have like that many friends per se. I always had like I felt like acquaintances and yeah. like not really the friends like like oh. just like just people you say hi and bye. Yeah, yeah. and like or the friends like I always 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 wanted to have like a sleepover or like somebody come over to my house even when i was little i never had that and i always oh, wow. wanted that wow. yes like because we went because i lived in memphis after mm-hmm. um when katrina happened i lived in memphis and i didn't have like because my mom just was new there and she was and i'll be like oh can ryan come over and like my mom, who's Ryan? Do I know their mama? Do I know who they? Oh mama? yeah, you know black families, man. <laughs> Just <laughs> run down and by the like ten minutes later, we're already home, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm good. Like this is a no. I understand. <laughs> no, no, you don't understand. Uh, okay, whatever. So yeah, I always wanted all of that. I just wanted like the friendship. Plus, I was watching a lot of like friend shows, like Sixteens and. That 70s show, just to name like a few, because those like are really like my favorite shows. So those are just to name a, a few things. So I was all like, oh man, I need to, I need to find a crew. I need to find my boys. And then I eventually found like a set of dudes that I was really cool with. And I was like, awesome. So that helped me build like even more confidence. So like overall, like as a like person, I grew my confidence is not through the roof, but it's always getting better. But I feel like even more so from like high school. And then um, I really got into like the low point of my life really bad. Like it was just super. And it was like, you go look back at how like certain situations is like, bro, this is retarded. You are dumb, (laughs) like literally dumb, but I think about that like time in my life, senior summer senior year, I almost killed myself. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was gonna be at work, and that was the one thing. It was weird. I'm not even gonna get like crazy into it, the headspace where I was at, but it was just not a good one. And I was walking to work, and I was just thinking about all this negative thoughts. And then I went to the bathroom, and I had like the belt on my neck, and I was like. Yep, this is it. I'm about to do it. So why 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 were you low? It was just what 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 caused that? Because I was trying to like, I think, because I was thinking about um, think ironically enough, I was thinking about love, like I'm going to be lonely, and then it snowballed into I'm gonna be lonely forever. I'm not gonna have anybody. Nobody's there for me. Wooty wooty like. Is here for me. I don't have anybody on the support system. I don't do, yeah. do, 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 do. And it just kept going and going and going and going. And then by the time I was changing because I had um, just left wrestling practice during the summer. So I had left there and I was like, all right, let me just change. And so I was changing and I just like stared at it. And I was like, you know what? Yep, this is it. Deuces, Earth Ghetto. And so I did that and then I just immediately thought, about my family. Mm. Even though I was saying, oh, I'm lonely. And I'm like, dot, 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 dot. And it just snowballed. And I was like, no, this is, I still have people who support me. I have my mom. I 
at the time had my friends. Okay, add them. And then just started backpedaling. Like, okay, you have people. Just let's relax. Let's not do that. And also, another factor too, like me feeling like that was I was being, I was around negative, like negative vibes, as you say, like negative, like negativity. Mm-hmm. I was around negativity, not through my parents, but just a little bit of my friends. Mm-hmm. So it was just yeah. that feeling of that. And I was like, dang, I can't do that. And then back then I had a big, way bigger heart than now I have. Like, you know, it's more of a secluded and I'm like a little bit boarded up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But back then, that heart was just wide open. Oh, you need to do anything? I got you, bro. I got you, bro. Like, so willing yeah, to so accept. Willing. Yeah. Like, oh, like, I've just found these group of friends and I'm willing to do anything. Nigga, I will jump out this window. What? Say say the yeah. fucking word. Like, yeah. so willing to have so that. what, so when, you know, I, I completely understand. It's like, you know, sometimes you can be too giving. Yes. You know, too. And for me, it was... I'm so giving mm-hmm. that I didn't allow myself. I, I couldn't even. I would get more than what I had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like when it comes to you know sometimes when it comes to friends, it's it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, you find that group of friends, you're like, oh man, this is good, this is good. And but you realize there's certain things like you notice certain words, mm-hmm. you know, certain things that would say you're like, oh man, I don't really mess with that. Like why? But then you just but you convince yourself that it's okay. Yeah. And I feel like people like us, we think it's okay because we don't see ourselves as worthy. Yes, that's that's really what it was like. And I remember I have I still have like my old notebooks like because because it's drawing like I have my drawing notebooks with me and like one day I like moving back and yeah. looking at them I was like yo like I was and I had planned out gifts and like elaborate things for them mm-hmm. like I always like was like yo I'm gonna do this they're gonna be punk I'm gonna paint this because yeah. artists I'm gonna paint this this that thing. <laughs> I'm gonna do all of this for yeah. them because I felt and I was. Now I got took back. I was like, wow, because I felt like I wasn't worthy enough to have them. And like, they meant the whole world to me. And at that time, if you would have told me like, yeah, like you would catch a bullet for them. Yeah, of course. And no, not like literally like, oh yeah, of course. Like literally, oh yeah, I would really catch a bullet for these dudes. Like no cap. So it's just a matter of not feeling like Damn, I don't deserve these people. Yeah. That's another thing that felt like, yo, that's another like thought that made like probably popped up during that, like, I'm gonna kill myself thing. Yeah. Just like, yo, you're not worthy for these like people. But they're just people. They're not godly. You know? Yeah. Everybody's human. So it's like, I was feeling like that. But then during the summer, like I was doing that, and it was like I was, this was a new feeling because I've never been like suicidal like that. I've always had negative thoughts. Mm. Not like a, a big, big like. But they were there. Yeah, they were yeah, always they were there. there. But just never escalated to that point. I was like, whoa, this is. Oof. 
Yeah. It's, that's tough, man. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, it, it's, it's hard for a lot of people, man. Yeah. You know, to even talk about it's hard. Yeah. It's slick a little hard, but it's like easy. I can name on one hand the amount of times I told that story. Because it's just. It's so heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. But then that like, then that, that event really did snowball into my senior year. And I would say senior year of high school was the worst time of my life. And that should be the happiest time of your life. Yeah. Like senior year of high school. Like that, that rings bells. But I was being on my simp shit. That's a whole different story for a next episode. But I was on my basically simp shit. Like, man, I gotta do this. Like, love. <laughs> and the, yeah, yeah. Being there and all of that. So that escalated the fall and then the winter semester of my school. Last sem- pretty much last semester of um, high school. And it's like, oh, damn, I was really, I lost my friends. So that was really like a heavy thing. And so then I resorted to like having just one of the friends. And mm. it was like a moment of like, oh, I got to pick sides. Because mm. it was like a girl and a guy. So like, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I picked the girl side because I had a crush on her. And so I was thinking, okay, in my mind, yeah, I like her. I like her, but as a friend, but then slowly it built into like, oh, I like her, I like her. <laughs> let me just go. Let me I think that's the worst feeling when you have to choose a side. Yes, literally, oh man, I've been... That choosing side shit sucks because I was really cool with them. Both, like, both of them were so cool. And then mm-hmm. I just went head over. I was like, um, in my defense, in my part, I knew, like, yeah, nah. It should have been <laughs> on some future shit. It should have been bros. I ride for my bros. I won't but, cross my bros type but, shit. <laughs> But you know what? I don't. I don't really blame you because you're. But yeah, um, I don't blame you because you're you're still growing, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's tough because at that time you think that man the world's ending, you know, and it, it feels it's so much pressure, and <sighs> and really the only pressure you should be feeling is like oh man you know for me it was college you know it was it should be about you know future. But when you gotta work, you gotta think about friends. Yeah, man. And you gotta think about, dang, I got you. You shouldn't have to choose sides. I feel like friendship, you should never have to choose a side. But it ended up choosing a side, and I literally felt like miserable. And I was like stuck. Like the girl too, she had like real like depression. Like that was some real depression. So being around her even more after a breakup. Think about that. Wow. And you being the rock and like sometimes she would feel suicidal and it's like, damn, I have to like talk her down some nights. Yeah. And like some nights I would be texting like, yo, all of this and like I would be doing all of this and I felt like negative, like 
the whole us being together was kind of negative. It was hell of negative. And not even like, um, everybody throws around the word toxic a lot. It's like nowadays. But that's the only word I can say for it. And don't get me wrong, the girl was really cool, but. But for I your mental state, yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah. And that, I could be there because I'm such a, I'm a, I'm there nigga. Like yeah. anytime, like I feel, I feel still to this day, I feel worse if I don't pick up the phone for, if I miss your call, I feel bad. Yeah. Automatically. I feel bad. Like, especially if you're someone I like know, like, yo, I feel bad. I feel terrible because of that. Mm-hmm. And like, oh man, oh my god, oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And then it's just like, you're good. Because you're good, bro. You, you, you feel obligated. Yes. You know? And it's like, you, you sh- here's the thing. People who, you know, I have a best friend. You know, I have a brother. Um, and, you know, he suffers with depression. And mm-hmm. the good thing is that he's, he's, in a, he's in a lot better place now. Mm-hmm. But... At the time, it was like, man, you know, I felt bad if I didn't, you know, if I didn't call. If I, and I, I would be that person to be like, yo, we're going to make it. We're going to get through. You know, like, you, you got this, you know. And it's it's so tough because it's like it weighs on you. But at the same time, it's like you're that you're, you're the, it feels like you're the only one who can. You know what I mean? And. Boy, oh boy, and it just felt like I was the only one because, like, you know, I was her best friend. So I was like, yup, I'm gotta be there, best friend, like, as a best friend, you're there. Yeah. You're thick and dead. But then it just was feeling like, because, of, and plus I was passive and like, mm. yo, like, I mean, you're good, you're fine. It's like, it's like, it's okay. It's okay. But instead of being like, okay, yo. Some things I can't talk with you about. I'm going to be there as best I can, but yeah. please go to your therapist and talk to this. Yes. yes. I can be there so many times. I'm like, understand. I'm there. Like, I'm your best friend. I'm there. Do think and then, but my nigga, this is really affecting my like, mental health. Yes. And I yes. never said that. And that just. That's what hurts. That's what hurt. And that's what like got me also into a spiral into eventually myself like mm. having anxiety yeah. and like eventually I did get even worse and like start cutting myself wow yeah and that was just that was like thankfully it was like a little phase mm-hmm. because it was just more attention but yeah. tension it was more attention based and like I didn't like nobody noticed that was the weird part <laughs> That, like, you know, once you're, like, if you do, like, something physical to yourself, it's, like, mainly for attention. But I wasn't trying to give it attention because I'm such, like, everything's okay. Yeah. Like. Do you feel like, now, here's the thing. There are people, you know, who do it because that's their only way of expressing how they feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I understood that. Yeah. And it was weird. It did feel good. Like, it did feel good. Like, ah, oh, okay, please. And then I did it and did, like, kept going. Like, okay, this... Like, I truly get when they say that. Like, it was a little high of, like, huh, I felt good. And then I didn't feel as anxious. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. 
And then eventually I did get help. I talked to the counselor and shout out to Ms. Garcia. And she was really great. And like, we would talk like every, like once a week. Because I'm not, you know, I wasn't super like, Like in depth. Yeah, I wasn't super in depth. But I was just, you know, Need to talk to somebody sometimes. And you know, that's that's I'm really I'm I'm really happy to hear that you got help. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, God knows where you will be right now. Oh my god, I can tell you. Still, like, I probably I most likely would have probably like killed myself, try to kill myself again. Cause it I didn't have I did relapse and like try to do that again yeah. during that same during that senior year, like mm-hmm. still tried to do think like three times same same method same like same method with a belt because it was just the only thing that was there and i'm just like all right let me do it yeah and still feeling lonely still small it was just a lot to get better and what miss garcia like told me and that helped me into like getting into like feeling like this is only temporary and you also telling me like you need to give your best friend space because I was all on her like super close like yo give her some space and just back off yeah do some other things like you're a person too instead of her helper yeah and you know that's that's a big thing now for me my growth is I was never I never really understood I always wanted to preach positivity and want to help people, but the problem is that I never, I didn't know how. Oh. Now, for me, I learned was I only learned just like recently, really, mm-hmm. how to really understand that side because you know, and and just to go pin a point that you made it was like you were you were talking about attention, mm-hmm. and I I don't think that people really. I, yeah, there, yes, there are people who genuinely have problems and they will do it for attention. But I truly believe that people just need support. People just want to talk to somebody, but they don't know how to fully express and how to really open up. So their way of opening up is by showing you or putting in your face like, oh, this is not. You're like, dude, you know, go to a therapist. <laughs> also, also, quick shout out to um, Steven Universe. This new season, Steven Universe Future, for touching on this. Mm. Like, the um, probably spoiler alert to the end of the episode, but yeah. Where, but don't spoil it. You never seen it? I didn't see it, bro. God damn it, I, I, didn't, I didn't see it. I gotta finish Future. It, Sorry. But, okay. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna tell you just one episode where right. Dr. Michelle Schwarren um, diagnoses because this is the first time he's in. I went to the hospital and whatever, but he, she, um, it's like, well, all of your injuries have healed because, you know, he's half gym Mm -hmm. and everything, but all of his things he was going through was mentally. And so then it was like, have you experienced any trauma? And then remember, and then it just started going all the way back to like season one to where, you know, we were thinking, oh, it's just some innocent thing. Like yeah. the monster attacked, like, for example, he was like, uh, I missed my favorite ice cream. And then a monster came and attacked. And yeah, a monster came and attacked. Then I almost saw Pearl die. I saw Garnet get poofed. Mm-hmm. 
and he was talking about all these almost somebody almost killed me I almost died yeah. myself and then he was like whoa and then she kept was about to keep on going and then she was like whoa 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 yeah I need uh yeah. some help, help. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy and it's crazy how we laughed about that and like oh this is innocent fun like Yo, he's a kid. Yeah, he's, he's actually a kid. <laughs> this man was a 13-year-old little kid <laughs> going through all of that. Seriously. But so just, like, getting help was also, like, a main thing that helped. Like, getting help helped me, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's that's great, man. Mm-hmm. Really. For me, to be honest with you, I was kind of a dick. <laughs> I used to think, my, my brother, you know, I, I love him to death. And... My way of helping was just like, bro, just do it. Like, just get through it. No, no, I'm so serious. I was that motivational speaker. I'd be like, you know, why are you complaining about it, bro? Let's just yeah. get through. And I was, but see, I was ignorant to that. And I, I didn't know any better, you know? Nobody ever really told me or Yo. talked to me about it. And I was like, I didn't know the, I knew it was serious, but I thought of it as, it's just a simple switch of the mind. And I truly didn't understand what depression was fully. Yeah, you just you just hit the little tippy top. Like you literally lit the surface of what it could be. Yeah, it's you saw oh through the looking glass. Oh, this is people are just sad and mopey, and then. Let's just fix that. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I was very solution based. I was like, let's, let's work through it. Like one, you know, one word can easily change you. And that's not what easily can change yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish it was that easy. I, yeah, for real, for real. And, you know, grace to God, I, I never really, I never went through depression. But I do understand. Mm, I, I understand completely how much of an impact that that person can go through, especially trauma or, you know, abuse or just even just daily life. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I feel we all kind of, you know, we all kind of have a general understanding Mm. of what it feels like to be in a really low place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I'm, I'm really grateful that, you know, my, my girlfriend, she was able to really help me understand because I was a dick, to be honest. And but she really kind of taught me that, yo, like how to be a little more empathetic, how to be how to really look through another person's perspective and how to see insight, you know. Um, and and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And, you know, to this day, I'm grateful for having you know, really close friends I can really talk to. But unfortunately, you know, like you're in your positions that sometimes you don't really have a lot of people to talk to. Yeah, man. You know, and I'm I'm glad I was able to, you know, but I realized, you know, you don't have that liberty. And, but the fact that you got help is, it's just, it's commendable. Yeah, man. I just, you know? It was this, it was like, it was her telling me, yeah, bro, you need help. like a person and it was crazy I would explain to her like I would have like I would just say oh these are just some fits and like wow again Stephen Universe Future is really like gotta get on it because it literally was the I was thinking about it 
just thought about it right now. I was literally explaining it to her. Like, I, will, I was just having some fits and just, I'm just having a fit and I'm just... Yeah. Just, I had to like sometimes I would just have to honestly just leave class wow. and just uh, get this like <clears throat> whatever you feel uh, like I was feeling anger and then sometimes I would just feel like my heart palpitating like mm-hmm. stress and like and so I was just like oh my god and then now I would just be like I'm just explaining to her and then one day she just got kind of tired of it and she was <laughs> just like these are called a- anxiety attacks you're having an anxiety attack and then walked away and I was like yeah, yeah. So this is anxiety. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've always known anxiety because as a kid, just seeing, like, you know, I'd be anxious, but I never yeah. thought it would be this heavy. Like, it never felt like this heavy. Yeah. But just, yeah. And then, but long story short, I did get better afterward. And then, honestly, segueing into college growth. I college growth. <laughs> college growth. And then through college, I grew even more, and it was like, yeah, it was just great. It was like a great like comparison from a shitty year, yeah, to one of the most like crazy, not even like craziest like year like that year of 2017 2016 because i said to myself i was like i am not going to get to this low point again i cannot get i can't afford to get to this low point not even afford like money wise just mind mindset yeah mindset Mindset. i can't know like i have like you know back when i i was still friends with them i was like yeah i'm going to at least like with the girl and another guy. I was like, yo, I'm not going to get to this low point. I'm going to move away. Maybe a new environment will help me grow. Indeed. And that definitely that yeah. literally was the case. I feel like I've grown as a person so much. Like learning from feeling love a little bit. And like relationship and think about that. And then I learned growth from like artist, like drawing wise and how to concept things. And then I learned like what I want to do in life. Like it was just all of this is like yeah. still happening and still fresh to this day right now. <clears throat> I don't have Corona, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a whole lot of growth. And I was just. And I'm still take overtaking back at it. And sometimes I get glimpses of it. You're you know you never like know that you're in the good old days until it's over. And like you never know that, oh wow, I'm really growing. Because it feels like a constant day. This is a day, okay, I'm here. All yeah. right. It just becomes monotonous. And then sometimes you catch glimpses, little glimpses that reminds me of <clears throat> Just a little bit. <clears throat> oh man. Water. That's what's needed. But yeah, just little glimpses of you catch of like growth. Yeah. You know, I feel like all change happens when you just say no. Mm. You, you just got, you, you get tired of being tired, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, one day you just be like, you know what? This sucks. I'm going to change it. Yeah. Like the switch up from, it's like each quarter I have like, 
A switch up. A switch up of yeah, some sort. Yeah. And it's weird. And it's like, I feel like, damn, I switch up too much. But it's not a switch up of like a bad switch up of because I always keep my morals. My yeah. morals, I, they don't switch up because they're fucking great. <laughs> not even trying to be like that. But they, <laughs> they're just great because my morals are great. I don't think. Yeah. And been any, like, my morals have gotten me so well in life. And I don't think, you know. It should change. And also, shout out to my best friend, Alexis. Ah, ah, ah. Because, like, telling me, like, you know, being, like, also her, be also me finding her, like, a, as a, like, a best friend who's, like, really positive, opposed to that other one was that was super negative. Mm. It is so <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> like, it is so refreshing. And I do really value it, like, value her. And it's, like, like, she, like, we'll do homework, like, well, like, you know, when we were normal and everything was normal, <laughs> I would go to her room and then, like, she would motivate me to do homework and I would motivate her to do homework. Yeah. And it's a, like... Yeah, support system. Yeah, and it felt, yeah. instead of one-sided, it felt, like, both-sided. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me... Like, the other girl, she did one-sided, but I would say some things, but it was majority, like, one-sided. While this one is, like, it's balanced and, like... She generally listens to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I still get taken back because she just listens entirely too well. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) I said that. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, even though she'll be on the phone, she's still listening. And I'm like, think, oh, she's not listening. It's like, yes, you were talking about this, that, this, this, that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, you listening. And then stop. that's, That's, that's growth. Yeah, that's man. growth. We you got one. It's a new environment, mm-hmm. you know. And for a lot of people, you know, who suffer with you know depression and everything, a new environment definitely helps. Yes, it, it breaks you out that comfort zone. Like, man, now I gotta really, you know, think outside the box here. Mm-hmm. You know, for new people, you know, new people, new environment, you know, better things, bigger, and and that's that's what's that's what helps. Yes, you know. Um, for me, um, 20, when I was, when I graduated high school, I actually did not want to be an artist. I, I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, uh, yeah. And boy. I... Doctor? Yeah, I, did, I, did, I, I was always into science. I was always into medical field. I wanted to do this. But I kept switching up between majors. I was like, what do I want to do? They say, no, but I've always done art. Mm-hmm. So I decided, I was like, all right, you know, my mom was like, is this what you really want to do? And I was like, yeah, I want to be a doctor. She's like, no. Is this your passion, though? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. So she, you know, my mom really inspired me to venture out and, and to choose in our school. And, you know, we signed for SCAD, got into SCAD. And what happened for me was my first year, my first year was great. Mm-hmm. I had friends. I got a girlfriend. Wait, hold on. Overall, first year was great. Or just, you know, I'm going to keep it in. Yeah, so. Bow wow. Fall quarter, first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so my, 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 when I started school, fall quarter, that first year was, was great. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great. Everything was flipping up. I was like, awesome. Got some good friends, blah, blah, blah. And started developing my own art, you know, being really competitive, my artistry. But then, you know, I was with 
my ex and everything. Mm-hmm. What happened? See, here's what happened. So she was my first girlfriend. And I was, you know, I was living it up. We we really didn't have money problems at all, to be honest. And then one summer came, bam, it just happened. It, it was just like, I got a letter, bam, we're, we broke up. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of people I know who suddenly just get broken up and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like, you really don't know why. And I was really stuck. It was summer. Everything was good. The first, I mean, she was. She lived in Cali, so we would call. Like everything was cool. And next thing you know, bam, just happened. And it's so so much happened that week. I I had a group of friends who I was really close with back in my hometown, Virginia. And you know, uh, from high school, and I was really close with them. But then the next thing you know, they accused me. One of the girls accused me of sexual harassment. Yeah, so much happened, bro. In one week. Sheesh. In one week. This happened all in one. And I was like, dude, like, no. And then I had to defend myself. My, my my closest friends, shout out to Bryson and Joseph Band. Shout out to them because they, they really stuck up for me. And they were like, yo, no, this doesn't sound right. And shout out to this other guy. They, they A bunch of people reached out to me like, yo, this doesn't sound like you. And I was like, nothing happened. Thanks, you know what I mean? And, I, and it really broke me because I lost so many friends. And I, I lost so many friends. I had a friend who was moving out the same day. The same day my friend was moving out was the same day I got broken up with. And it was a lot going on in that week. And I was like, you know what? And it, it was probably a really low time for me. And I was like, you know what? Never again. And that's sometimes it sucks for a song. You know, I know there's people out there who we've all been through like heartbreak. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's so necessary. And one thing I want to point out is that there are people who are in your life for a season. Yeah, come on. And classic. you're in your life for a reason. Come on, And this is when I really started getting into understanding the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. What that means. Now, I know there are people who have heard of this. I know there are people who don't believe in it. Whatever your belief is, I tested it out. I said, you know what, let me, let me, let me test this out. So I watched this program, shout out to, and I recommend, I highly recommend anyone who um, wants to know more about this, watch a program called The Secret. Yo, you recommend it. And, and watch it and, you know, let me know your feedback. But for me, it really spoke to me. It spoke to my mom too, she recommended me. And this is what helped me kind of understand and push me forward to where I am now. Mm-hmm. So I watched The Secret and I was like, ah, this is some bull. You know, I mean, I was really like, are you serious? Yeah. You mean to tell me you can just say whatever you want and just get it? But it wasn't, it, it was deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It was way deeper than that. It's about visualization. It's about, you know, seeing your future self and focusing solely on that. Solely focusing on what do you want in life? And, and visualize and you see it every single time. So when you wake up, that should be the first thing you see or first thing you wanna. So if it's like you wake up, you know what, today's my day. That's why people say, oh man, I had a great day because today's my day, I'm gonna get some money today, I'm gonna get a coffee, whatever it is today. You know, opportunities come to me, whatever. When you say that every day, things come to you. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but please hear me out, right? Hear me out. 
and somehow it works out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> somehow it works out. And so for me, it was okay. If that's so, if that's so true, I want money. I want, I want to be. I'm gonna act like I'm the richest person, even though I only have like a dollar and some cent in my pocket. Not bougie, but rich. Exactly. Exactly. There's a difference. So what I did was I, I went out. I went out to the mall and I said, I'm going to act really rich. So I went to Zoomies. <laughs> and we all know Zoomies, bro, is so gosh darn expensive. All the the hype, you know, not just hypey band, but like skater brands, yeah. you know, there was like 60 bones for like a shirt. And I was like, dude, are you serious, man? Mm-hmm. And this was right before I went to Hong Kong. Right. And so... During the summertime, I'm like, dog, what am I gonna do? So I quit my job at King's Minion. I worked at a amusement park and I went there and she, she gave me, the, uh, the lady was nice enough. She gave me a bunch of clothes and she was like, here you go for your trip. I said, just give me whatever you got. I'm, I'm looking for outfits, whatever. Doesn't matter the price, just, you know, need clothes. She gave me a bunch of clothes. Long story short, came to the counter and I was like, all right, gotta pay for it now. So tell me why it was close to a two hundred dollars, <laughs> right? Two hundred dollars, bro, of stuff. It was only a couple of shirts and like some pants. I'm dead. And I was like, for real. So she was like, you know what she said? What she said? She said, you know what? You know, I know you're leaving. I, you know, you seem really eager. So what I'm gonna do is that I, we, we, I put away some clothes. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna get these two shirts. And so it came down to about one twenty. 150-ish, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, you seem eager, so I'm gonna give you 50% discount on everything. And I said, what? And these weren't the clearance, these were- Three, These weren't clearance, bro. These were like top of the shelf, you know. <laughs> Just got off the truck, yo. Yeah, for real. I was like, all right. And it came down to $70. Damn, that's- $70, bro. I was like- that's that's fantastic and I was like I was feeling good mm-hmm. next thing you know I, I went to um, I was like okay cool went to another mall and I bought earring baggings I needed some earring baggings so I only had like about $15 mm-hmm. bought uh, first I bought some boba <laughs> bought this drink it was like you know $6 and I went to get some earring baggings as well wait actually no 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 I'm, I'm sorry I'm gonna change that so I got earring back and so it was seven dollars. Right. And there was these two, there was this family who was sitting outside the mall. It's like, oh, are you okay? You need anything? They were, they were holding Victoria's Secret bag. And I was like, they're like, no, we're okay. Come back outside the mall, they're still there. And I said, oh, you know, are you sure? And they're like, oh, we're just waiting on Uber, but you know, the car's not working, whatever. So I was like, ah, it's cool, I'll pay for it. Knowing I only had eight some dollars in my pocket. <laughs> I was like, $8. you know what? I'm going to pay for it. We're going to find a way. We're going to find a way. Because I, I was feeling generous. I felt like if you say every day money comes to you, mm-hmm. you got to believe it. And you, you can't doubt when the situation comes. So mm-hmm. I said, you know what? If money comes to me, I'm going to just do that. You know? Despite whatever situation. So long story short, I paid for the Uber. I said, no, you don't have to pay me back. I'll just go. It was about $8, like six, eight. It was about $8 for their Uber. $8. And so in total, $15 gone. Right. That was the money I had. Long story short, 
I was walking away and the lady, she came, she ran up to me and she was like, wait, 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 wait. And she slapped my money, she gave me $15. The money literally came back to me in my pocket. That I just put. So I was like, you know what? Let me take this on a grander scale. I had, my breakup went from a breakup to the best summer I had because I got a free VIP Juice World concert for my birthday. That's fantastic. And and I was like, you know, shout out to Joseph because, you know, I was like, man, this is awesome for my birthday. I got the same day, the same night, I got to be in a music video. I got, you know, I, I was in a free club, a free IP. I was like, dude, I'm living life. Yo. I got $100 just for like doing manual labor just for a day. I was supposed to only be paid 50. And he was like, oh, you were so good. I gave you 100. I said, bro, I quit my job. I had all this money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. That goes to say, you know, that's what really pushed me to say, you know what, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. That's what I wanted, like a positive mindset. Really? Like it's going to work out. It is, and it is gonna work out. You know, um, unfortunately, so my growth, that's what started my growth. That, like, that's like, like saying just right now, just origin story of for growth. It is. You know, having a positive mindset. And I was like, you know what? This is good. I went to Hong Kong. The reason I went to Hong Kong was for my ex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was still, yet I was still feeling broken. I didn't know how to, um, I had no closure. I had no, yeah. I, it, I was living life. Yes, I had a great summer, but I still felt empty. Mm-hmm. I still felt something was missing. And, you know, I, I went to Hong Kong. She was in my class. And, you know, I was living life, but the thing is, is that I need to find closure. So I went ahead and talked to her and I said, it was during a, I think it was like a tsunami or something. No, not a tsunami, but like it was a, uh, what is it? Like a, not a hurricane, but a tropical storm. Yeah, it was a tropical storm going on. So I, I, I was like, F it, you know, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna talk to her. Yeah. I went back out and straight up said, we're cool. We're cool. We're good as friends, whatever. We became good friends. And I left alone as that. And, you know, that's when I was like, all right, cool. Long story short, moving forward, um, I, you know, I left it alone, moved on. I found someone else. You know, she's my girlfriend now. And we've been together for about a year. Uh, a little, way, a little over than a year now. Aww. Uh, which is great. But... You know, during that time, it was really tough because I, even though, yeah, things were coming to me, but I didn't know how to handle it. I still had flaws. Of course. You know, I, I was, you know, still in college, even though, yeah, I mean, I would get things, but spread some positivity and love. But the thing is that, like, sometimes I, I was so disorganized. I was trying to figure things out for myself, still trying to find individuality. Definitely, of course. We're all still like, yeah, we're all still trying to get there. And, you know, it was. Definitely, I was not the most working. I was not the best person. Uh, who is you? To be honest, bro. I, I was really not. I, I, I mean, money was a problem, you know. I And what happened was this. So Hong Kong was great, but the thing is it was stressful because, you know, scab was on my butt, college was on my butt. I was like, are you for real? Then I needed money. Then I was like, dang. So, what happened was, fall quarter ended, right? And my I, my clothes are still there, 
Um, I was still trying. I was. I was rushing. I lost my debit card, man. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You told. Yeah, yeah I, I, I lost my debit card. You know, my my girlfriend. We were good, but we were going through it, and I was like, dang, like, you know, money was the issue. I needed to find a loan. It was so much going on. Then, once the break ended, I went back home. I I, I left and I got my plane ticket. I was supposed to go back. What ended up happening was I got stuck in New York for two days because my passport got expired. So I wasn't able to travel. I, I, I couldn't go back to Hong Kong. Yeah, and I had to take an emergency, emergency decision and go straight back to, you know, home, then go back to Atlanta. And this was a last minute decision. My clothes were, my clothes, my stuff was still there. So not only was that happening, but it was that was probably a really, really low period of time. That was a low point. That was a low point. And I was like, what am I doing? You know, how, how what am I gonna do? So But that's like at that point that was like you would say your college low point. That was a college low point. That was definitely a college low right. point. And I said to myself, if I'm gonna go back to Atlanta, I'm gonna be the most driven and organized my life. Motivation. Motivation. Just getting your shit together. Getting it together. And that's that's the key for everyone is getting it together. You got to get to a point in life where you're like, you know what? This isn't working. Mm-hmm. You know, what is this isn't working. I can't be this way anymore. And that broke me. And so I said to myself, I'm going to wake up 5, 6 a.m. And I'm going to go to the gym. Gym at 7. Meditate. You know, mm-hmm. eat. Do work, finish work, and I and I was such an and I was in such a point where I got work done way before anyone else. So people would be like, "How do you have so much free time?" I was like, "Dude, I got everything done." Like once you, that's the once you figured out the master code. Just yeah, man. I was I was driven. Yeah, man. Like three minutes, he figured it out. I was like, "Yo, got it. <laughs> I got it, man." And fine, we get the codes. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, and it was good. I had opportunities. I mean, I got, I was in the fashion shows with, with Miss J. I was able to be in a, a theater. And, you know, it was so many opportunities. So many, I got to meet great people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, acting positions, everything was going. But, you know, still, I felt something was missing. And, you know, dealing with long distance. You know, was was really really hard. You know, and I was like, and I felt that's that's where being a dick comes in because I didn't understand where she was. You know, my girlfriend has depression and she has anxiety, so when she would try to lean on me, and I was like, dude, just do it. You know, (laughs) just slap the get better sticker on her. Basically, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? It's not like that. And it wasn't the move. And (laughs) yeah. That's when I was like, it came to a point where I was too, too driven because I became an individual. I was like, it wasn't about we, it was about me getting things done. Mm. And I was all about getting things done. Mm-hmm. But the problem was is that I wasn't happy. Even though you were t- saying all this, yep. everything was going good, yep. you were still happy. I wasn't happy. Wow. Because, you know, 
I got things done, but yet I felt so stressed. I felt like if I don't do this, if I slacked off even a little bit, I won't be happy. That's what I felt like. So one day, and, and just to reference this, is that um, it was spring quarter. Mm-hmm. Spring quarter came and I was like, man, I was supposed to go back to Hong Kong for like spring break, didn't happen. I was supposed to do this, didn't happen. You know, I took portrait drawing. This, this day changed my life. I took portrait drawing and one day I was, I was drawing and I, I'm really, really confident about my drawing ability, but one day I just couldn't get it. I kept drawing and drawing and drawing. I couldn't get this girl's face. And I was like, what is going on? You know, usually this is easy. Yeah. And I, I got so frustrated at my ability. And I know, in shout out to this is that artists, we as artists, we find because since we can't do it, it's like, I can't do anything. Yes. You know, oh, this should be that one God. simple thing, but it's like, now that I can't do it, it's like, who am I? And it's constantly the, honestly, for people who really like, like draw and art, art mm-hmm. school and everything, not like saying like, just like, for like specifically, like the 10,000 hours. Yes. Here, yes. like being here, like you're getting your 10,000 hours in, and you're getting all your shitty drawings out yeah. the way. And some point, sometimes you see glimpses of, oh, I'm getting better. Like I said early, like, oh, I'm getting better. I see a little bit, yeah. but it's not a whole lot. lot. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. Like what's what's wrong? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like some days you're in a quarter and you're like, after, like literally, it feels like your brain resets. Yeah. Especially like spring quarter because spring quarter you feel new. Mm-hmm. Like okay, I'm I'm still here technically because a regular regular spring quarter yeah. is a week. You yeah. only get a week, so you should be right back great to where you are. But then you get back into drawing. Say you haven't drawn in a week or like you didn't draw in two days or something, and yeah. then you get back and then your first assignment is to draw something and it, everything is shitty and you're like. How did I lose all those skills? Yeah, from exactly. From there to... Th- and it's... It's terrible, man. It is. It's a terrible feeling. And, you know, around that time, I met, you know, one of my best friends, you know, Josiah. Shout out to him. Uh, uh, young Goat. Young Goat, man. Young Goat. And I was... I felt even more motivated because I saw his grind. And I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to draw every day. I'm going to get better and get better and get better. And I was so focused on getting better. So when it didn't work out for me, it felt crushed, Mm. completely crushed. And I didn't know why. So I felt like I'm not doing enough, you know? So what ended up happening, what ended up happening was um, I met this guy, shout out to Justin, as a senior illustration. I said, can you teach me how to do this? And he was like, you know what, bro? It's not about the skill. It's not the skill that you don't have. It's just all mental. It's the psychological part. You know what I am, man. It's psychological. Ooh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh. I was like, man, like, he was like, it's not that, you know, he was like, the problem with art is that you can teach skill all day. You can teach, I can teach you how to draw a circle and how to shade it correctly. But if you don't have that psychological part, bro, it, it's not going to be. Damn. Like, 
damn. That's, yeah, man. Ooh, that down on y'all. That was yeah, it's <laughs> different. And I was like, wow. So that's when I said to myself, okay, maybe, I, maybe I need to be alone. Maybe it's not meant for me to be around people. But I realized, mm. you know, one day somebody told me he said, bro, I don't have a problem around people. It's just my work. It's just what I'm doing. I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, I never have a problem with people. So what is going on? That's when I really had to open up about my own frustrations, my own flaws, mm. my own, and realize that I need to balance life. <laughs> you know, for real, like I thought that being driven, I thought that this was gonna you know, do it for me, which it will, but if you're not happy, that you know, was... that was like, why am I not happy? And the reason is because I didn't take time for myself to just breathe. Yeah, man. Like, I didn't breathe, my uncle died. Mm. I had a great uncle, he died. and. I didn't even blink. I didn't blink. I was like, okay, you know, I gotta keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I wish, and I, I hope anyone, you know, who's listening is that take moments to really grieve. I think that that's the biggest thing, you know? Talk about growth is that I've learned to grind, but also take time to, for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, what's necessary, what isn't necessary. You know, focus on what you got to do, but you don't need to do everything at once. You know, one thing at a time. Yeah. You know, and, and just really, really just, you know, breathe a little. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, just, it's okay to open up, too. Just breathe and open up. That's... Yeah. Because everybody now, like, you know, realizing college, everybody's more towards themselves. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. you know, in high school, high school, you just see these people every day. College, some days you're not going to see this dude. I'm like regular school. It's not here. But yeah. some days yeah. you're <laughs> definitely not going to see anybody. Yeah. Like, oh, this dude goes to class here. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, you feel even more lonely a little bit. Yeah. And like, a growth for me for college. Whew. Just... Still constantly, still constantly like growing, even though I came here with the purpose mm-hmm. of like, okay, I'm going to take my counselor's advice mm-hmm. from high school and like not redevelop myself, but let me be not authentic, but just 100% of myself. It's like, honest. let me like, I'm yeah. already an honest person, but mm-hmm. I felt Personally, I still feel like this. I want to give everybody 100% of what I am and, like, 100% of what is there and, like, 100% of me and, like, still 100% of expressing this. And then if you see me, it's just Sean here living flesh. And I feel like I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, like... 97% there of, like, perceiving me, like, Mm -hmm. as Sean. This is Dose. This is your boy. Like, you know. So it's just constantly doing that. And I was like, okay, this is my mission for college. Fall quarter, best stressful year of my life. I got lost, but I got lost in the sauce a little bit. (laughs) Lost in the sauce. I had to... um, Drop out of the class because wow. mm-hmm. it was just 
teacher. Also, me. <laughs> also, not like, you know, focusing and like getting high constantly, like almost nearly every day. Don't do it like that. <laughs> not for everybody, but just me. Like, person, nah. <laughs> that wasn't the move, that yeah. wasn't the wave. So, it kind of lost focus for me a little bit. And then, came back home, winter quarter. I was like, all right, let's get the focus on. This is freshman year, winter quarter. Let's get the focus back on. So, I would smoke here and there. And then, I got to a point to where I was like, nah, this is kind of... I would got off it. One, because I'm willing to get a job. And then, I thought about, like... Oh, I have to have a smoke test. And I was like, and hearing all of these methods and asking my cousins and asking yeah. people around me, I'm like, and I was like, you know what? This is stupid. Why do I have to do this? <laughs> Let me just stop smoking. <laughs> so it became, I'm, I'm stopped smoking because of um, school. Not because of school, but like trying to get a job. And then it became, just stop, clear my mind. And then that also that winter quarter, I did have um, an anxiety attack. Wow. Another, like I thought, and that made me feel low because it, one, it was the school thing. And then two, it was just feeling like I can't do it. Like I felt like I just can't do with all the stress of school and like, and then, and feeling like I trying to just met these people, but I'm super close to them, you know? like. college friends and like high school friends like the amount of time that I made these friends were like that fast yeah and so I felt like and then I felt like I don't know these dudes and I just I don't know anything I don't know them like that and then I I don't want to bring all them burning like that like I don't want these people to know I have anxiety they know me and like you know I was just going off of just image because of the image that I put out to myself was super positive. I didn't want it to tarnish it. Yeah. And like, oh, now he's just, they look at side eye me and look at me different. And like, they're not gonna be my friends and then just all of that. And, and I was just bringing down and I was like, like, yo. And then so I was going, I ended up having, I was like, yo, I'm not going to this party. And so I got into, and so then I went in my room and then everybody was walking towards the party. And I just couldn't do it. Like I stepped back, turned around, and went back into my room, <laughs> and literally was there. And no, everybody was blowing my phone up. Like, hey, Sean, you good? You good? And then, then I would just be. I hit the like, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I you just, just completely disassociated. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and then. Uh, then I was just like I was in the zone like in my mind just too much of it and like I was going through it I took a shower focused refocused and then um yeah it was Alexis she had um hit me up and she was like hey we're gonna come over and see if you're good like I think she FaceTime on somebody else's phone I was like hey we're gonna come over to see if you're good not FaceTime what is it? I didn't have an iPhone. In. Yeah, so it was like probably Snapchat. Yeah. So then I get the, um, I hear knocking on my door. And then at the time, then I call my um, my friend 
who was like, who and like the same like friend from high school. Like I was still on the phone with her telling that, and she was like, she calmed me down. And then they came in and it was everybody. And they were like, oh wow, we were just checking in on you. And, and I was still on the phone with her. And then I got off the phone, I was like, hey, I wanna talk to you later, thank you so much, bye. And then I see everybody like after, they kind of left the party. One, it's a 1660 party, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there, yeah. So, you know, that is right there. And then it was like, yeah, the parties don't last that long. Yeah, they don't. They don't. It was like a halfway point. <laughs> they were like, all right, we're about to kill see if this nigga good. <laughs> and so they re- so it really meant a lot that they. Um, they came by. Yeah, they came yeah. by. And it was like, wow, okay. So I, if I like have to lean on them. We're cool, and I was like, okay, thank you guys for here. I'm gonna just be over here in my room, though. I don't want to put any negativity by y'all. Y'all go do y'all thing, and then everybody left. And I was like, super grateful, thank you so much. And then ultimately, then the very next day I woke up, yeah, Alexis hit me up on my phone. It was like, hey, you good? And then I was like, and then I was like, you know what? I gotta be honest, I gotta be authentic. Mm-hmm. That's something that I was like, I need to push out. No, I wasn't okay that night. I had an anxiety attack. I was not feeling at my best. I said, oh wow, you need anything? No, all of y'all coming that night was super great. I really needed that, thank you so much. And then I proceeded to text everybody else. I was like, thank y'all for coming out. Not like that, but like, why well, is it coming out? Thank y'all for coming out. My anxiety attack. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> VIP tickets that way. <laughs> See your boy in the bed in the fetal position. <laughs> but nah. <laughs> Yo, but it was just, it was generally just like, you know, I was thinking everybody texting him, thank y'all, I love y'all, yeah. bottom of my heart. And so I was like, okay, I feel secure. Yeah. And then, Spring break happened, I lose those friends from back home. So I didn't, <laughs> didn't deal with it the best way, because literally it was their fault. I still, I'm over it now. I'm over it. But it's just like everybody knows it was their fault. <laughs> so I was trying to deal with that spring quarter. Yeah. And then, like, I couldn't talk about my feelings like that, but I could still know, like, Yo, okay, this is what it is. And then, like, you know, people... And then people's spring quarter, you know, like, some people were, like, leaving scared and dropping out. And I was like, damn, what happened to the 17 people that I had? But they were yeah. still there. And But it was just different, and, like, things were happening. It really affected my grades. And, like, I had, like, two... I had picked two... And I think it was a high decision when I did this, mm-hmm. when registering, because I was like... Yo, I'm gonna take, um, I took color theory and 3D art and um, 3D design Wow! at the same time. So you think, smart, (laughs) he's a genius, right? (laughs) And then I had an English class because I was like, in English class, I'm gonna get an automatic A because I'm fantastic at selling stories. Fantastic. So all I have to really focus about is 3D design and color theory. Those are the two hardest foundation classes <laughs> to have at the same time. Yeah. 
you're stressing about how to make these mix these two colors and then you also want to make a literally physical three-dimensional object perfect precision <laughs> You're going to cut yourself with the fucking X-Acto knife and then you still got to <laughs> paint? Yo, the stress was that. That was so dumb. And then when I get stressed out, I, like, gain, like, stress weight. Mm. So that wasn't feeling bad. And so then I was like, okay, cool. Freshman year was a experience. I'm going to come back. Sophomore year, better, better, better. So that summer, I started working out. And then, but I was still wasn't doing, like, I was doing the physical. Mm. Well, you weren't doing the mental. Not at all. Because then I was dealing with those, those like, my ex-best friends were trying to hit me up and communicate yeah. with me. Talking about, hey, I'm trying to be friends with you, but oh, yeah. y'all did me greasy. I'm not trying to forgive y'all. And, like, they would constantly, and they would not constantly, but, like, they did that in the beginning. And then I would feel lonely because I don't have anybody here except yeah. the gym. And I would be pumping iron. I would go back over there doing all that. And I like lost weight. I felt I felt good, but I didn't feel good. Yeah. Because yeah. it hit me when I didn't feel good. When I got back fall quarter and everything. For I sophomore year. Yeah, for sophomore year I had a math class first animation class and life drawing yeah and that math the math class was just a little hard for me mm -hmm. for me to like take in and I was like oh, I'm good at math like I was good at math in high school and, but I wasn't just I wasn't grasping it yeah here and then I had to crazy thing I had to leave class sometimes during that math class because I was getting anxiety attacks and I was like yo I feel you know physically better mm -hmm. Why am I like shaking and why am my heart palpitating? Like, this is not how it's supposed to be. What what's going on? I'm physically that yeah. I'm physically stronger. That's where I think that's where I always think where strength is. It's always physical. Physical. Yeah. Because watching like strong anime, like Goku and like all of those like and watching cartoon characters who are like strong like I'm seeing physical strength and I'm like yo this is it this is what strength is you it's think physical. physical equals a strong mindset yes yeah so I was like yo I'm still shaking I'm like angry I can't get it and I can't yeah. grasp it and I'm like yeah. yo I'm physically strong what the hell is wrong with me I feel good and then it was just awful and I was like, no, my nigga, even though you look good, you don't, you're not good. Yeah. You are not good yeah. at all, whatsoever. Yeah. So I just had to re, like, evaluate myself with that. And then it was just, that was something. And then that quarter, I did okay, but I, like, I did fail, like, that math class. And that was just awful. Wow. It felt awful because I felt like, damn, I let down my mom, who's paying so much for this school. Again, a letdown. <laughs> yeah. But I had to like, and then, you know, you don't feel like, oh, dang, I didn't like express it. Yeah. I didn't like feel like, okay, you know, I told her because I knew like I have to like tell her like, hey, I failed the class and. I feel shitty about it. 
feel awful. And thank God she was not one of those, like, she didn't yell. Mm-hmm. And that was the sign of that, okay, I'm growing as a man. To where she was like, hey, I failed the class in college. What? For real? Like, you're Superman. Like, how did yeah, you yeah. <laughs> Like, you're the lady who brags, like, I went to two nursing schools. <laughs> and I did this and that. And I'm successful. Like, and for you to say, yo, I failed class. And she was like, yeah, I, I failed college. Like, I failed the college club course. That's why I had to go to summer school and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. And so then the rest of my sophomore year, I got better, I got better, I got better. The summer going into uh, this year, mm-hmm. <laughs> the summer junior year, that was some experience of like going to uh, take another class, like um, I had to take a class like at um, this other college for the math class so it can transfer the credits. But that even made me feel more stressful even though like that time is like, I thought, okay, it's nine weeks for SCAD. This is like six weeks. So I was like, I mean, I'm used to that. I'm a SCAD kid, maybe I could do this. I'm not, this is not it. (laughs) This wasn't it. I I didn't get the like, I passed with a C, but in order to transfer the credit, it has to be like a B. No, no, I passed with it. I passed with a D, but it had to be at least a C. And I did not get that. So I couldn't pass the trip. So I couldn't do that. So I was like feeling like I let my parents out again. And it was just constantly feeling like I didn't. I'm I'm not living up to what y'all are telling me I could be able to do. And I just was feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. And then I came back junior. Okay, maybe I'll be better. And then I did get better. And then it was just constantly, and then this winter quarter was really punching on me. And I'm like, it's just constantly, like with me personally, it's always just a constant battle. Cause like, I, I, like knowing the life of Sean Barbara, it's a constant growth, <laughs> constant. And, and it always will be. Mm-hmm. So how did you deal with the anxiety. Dealing with the Part, anxiety. Yeah. Mm. Mm. With that anxiety, uh, one, it's not, well, I didn't do. I'm still kind of dealing with it, but I don't think I dealt with it. I think I dealt with it better. Mm. Better than what I did before going to my um, counselor. Like, I didn't go to, um, because I felt like in my mind, I was like, okay, this is not my lowest, but I need to like express and say yeah. how I'm feeling. Like that's how, like, I didn't feel like, okay, this is super low. Yo, you need to go to these counselors and talk to them. Yeah. But I was like, maybe just talking to my friend can help. So I would talk it out and be like, okay, it's not crazy. Not, it's not like crazy like that, but it's like, okay, it's not the end of the world. Yeah how I think and perceive each time. But, you know, I would leave class still, like, feeling like that. And I would just, like, breathing and, like, taking, like, all right, all right. And then before catching the ball, that's going to eventually snowball. Like a, like a little metaphor. You're like, you're, the ball is rolling, and then I just step in front of it and just, okay, let me stop it before it gets 
all the way big giant. Mm -hmm. And let me stop it to where it's at my leg. Like, let's stop the ball here. Let's, before you snowball, let's backtrack. Okay, you have, you have your friends, you're happy. Like, you're getting, you're doing this, like, you're in class. You're in a school where you want to be at. And then I just start thinking about positive things to bring me back into, like, that reality of, like, yo, what are you doing? You're bugging. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, my man, you're just bugging over this math problem. Like, what's going on? And so that's how I would deal with it. And that's how, like, I normally deal with it. Focusing on? The positive. Positive. Specifically, like, focus on the little things. It is the little things that drives me and gets me up in the morning. Because personally, as a person, like, personally, I do feel like when I get up, I feel like a suit. Like, I feel like shitty. Like, I feel like I'm a shitty person. And I feel like, damn, like, what's left? But then I'm like, okay, shut up. <laughs> Let's research this. Shut up, my nigga. Like, yeah. let's just talk about this and positive things. <laughs> one, and then I always keep another positive thing because I have I have posters on my walls, a lot of posters, as you know. Mm-hmm. But I also have letters, and I also have photographs of people, and then I also have like my friends' art, and I have those. And that's the reason why I keep posters on my wall. Constant reminder of the people in my life and the constant reminder of those people and then the constant reminders of my influences that inspire me. And I wouldn't want my, even though they don't know me, you know, (laughs) just psychologically thinking, why would Tyler want to see me die? Like, I don't know. Why would Chance want to see me die? Or why would my best friend like after writing these notes mm-hmm. to me, why would she want me to die? Or why would my grandmother on my picture on the wall want me to die? Or why would my mom, mm-hmm. why would my dad, why would my little brother, yeah. why, excuse me, why would all those people want to see me go? So I was like, so that's what drives me. That's what motivates me. And like literally, <laughs> I know it's like just seeing it because I'm a very visual person. So I have to see what, like, like moves me, you know? And that's what's all it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to see it. Like, I, yeah. You gotta remind yourself. Because we, we can get so lost in our own thoughts, man. Oh, it, yes. It can, it really can drive you, like, nuts. Yes, man. That, that's, that's why I literally, <laughs> I literally had a little mini panic attack. on moving here to this new dorm because it's kind of like I'm by myself and then one yeah one I'm by myself and then two I felt like (laughs) it's so dumb like I didn't have enough poster space to remind like (laughs) I didn't want white walls because if I saw white white walls equals negativity negativity equals I'm not going to (laughs) And, and you know what that's okay I don't. I don't think it's like a bad thing. Yeah. Because that's that's what helps you in your mental space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everyone has their own like thing, you know, that they need. And I feel like that's so. Everyone needs to find that. Yes. You know. So find find your niche. Like, yeah, find your niche. Like when I found out. Okay, let me remind. 
let me remind myself like why I'm doing this. That's what drove yeah. me. Like, let me find out yeah. what I'm doing this for. Like, I know I have a personal goal for mm-hmm. me. Eventually, I want to be a great animator. I want to have my own show. I want to do yeah. this. I want to storyboard and be able to do all of these things. But, like, that's just a personal goal. But I'm more like, all right, what's my spiritual, like, mm, goal yeah. for me and to be able to be yeah. happy? Because you can, because I want to be able to be happy once I get to that successful spot of exactly. where I'm in animation. I don't want to be feeling miserable. It's about levels. Yeah. Your level, like, your bar levels. I don't want to be low when I'm at my highest career-wise. I yeah. want to be able to be in the middle or semi-close, you know? Yeah. One or the other. So that's what I took away. And that's my just little growth from high school to now because I wasn't doing that and I was just feeling mel- just terrible. Yeah. But now I leave constant reminders. I have to. It's just a like mental game, you know? Mind game. You're here, yeah. especially on quarantine. You're by yourself. So you just... They're always... They love me. Yeah. Like, you know, just look. I'll just be on my iPad or phone and I'm looking down or I'm like making something. And I'm like, always creating, bro. Yeah, always doing always something. Creating. And then then I'll look at him like, I literally got a picture of him on the um, fridge. So I'm like, <laughs> like at least when I'm making a sandwich or something, <laughs> just, they love just me. Thinking, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It works for you. Mm-hmm. Find something that works for you. Yeah. That's, that's so important. And, you know, for me, and I definitely relate when you, when you said that you feel... It's almost like you, you want to show people your authentic self. Mm-hmm. I think, and I definitely relate because that, that definitely bite me in the butt. You know, I thought that, you know, the way that people saw me was the way it's supposed to be and it's supposed to always be. Yeah. I didn't want to show that, like, you know, me being vulnerable or me being, you know, because it's like I'm scared of vulnerability. Yeah. At the, at the depth of it. Because you're like, some people take advantage of that. Yeah, I, I didn't want to feel that way. I, I don't want, I want to be the one to be uplifting. You know, I want to uplift you and want to, you know, do that. But the, the fact is, the fact of the matter is, it was affecting my mental health. Mm. It, was, it was affecting my day to day. And, you know, like you, it's like, I need constant reminders. And I often have this, you know, um, unfortunately, I have like a Superman, um, you know, complex of like, I feel like the world is always on my shoulders. Like I always need to be the one to, you know, lift, do everything, lift everything. I don't need any help. Like I can do it myself. So it's like when I reached out for help, it was like, oh, I, I can, I'll figure it out. I'll do this. And I connected physical with mental. Mm-hmm. I thought that doing all this was going to fix all my problems. I think that's a man thing. I think it's also a man thing. I think it's a slick man thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Slick man thing. I I definitely thought that. And it wasn't the case until I started really diving deep and started talking about, okay, what are you really feeling? Mm. What is really going on? Because one, at the time, dealing with long distance, it was affecting my relationship. It was affecting my friendships. Mm. It was affecting, you know, I, I wasn't happy. 
And I was like, you know what? Things got to change. And now to this day, you know, I'm, I'm so much better. You know, um, I definitely have a strong, you know, have faith based and everything I do. I still am positive, mm -hmm. but now it's like I'm not scared of being vulnerable. That's great. And taking great time for myself, you know, because, yeah, I'll, I'll get low moments. You know, I'm like, man, you know, what's going through. But you got you can't be afraid of saying I feel blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Especially when it's negative. You have to like that's what you I have to from here from like my counselor. Like you yeah. have to like you have to open up like you bottle this up. It's not going to be fantastic. Yeah. And still, and I, and I think it's also a family thing. Yeah, you know, people telling you no, and I was always taught that. Well, you don't have time for that. You don't have time to really deal with these emotions. You gotta get through. Also, I felt like I didn't need to. Like when I opened up, when I was like talking, yeah, like feeling like you know, like opening up. Um, like as like I feel like. I grew up where it was like we don't have time to like do all like you like you said we don't have time to do all that like we have to keep it pushing like yo and then talking about my feelings like mm, I don't know like I feel like every time when I say something I'm like yes but I want to say the full thing yeah I yeah. always like I'll go surface level feel. Yeah. Before I pull out the deep thing, because I don't think, because again, I'm thinking this is like not the 97% of not being authentic. I feel like I'm, I, they're not, re I feel like the world, and I'm holding back myself when I do this, feeling like the world isn't ready for the 100%. Yeah. And that's just, you're just holding back a little bit, the 97%, not keeping it real, not keeping it authentic. And that's just, I feel like the older I get, the more I'll be able to like open up about things, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, actually, ironically, you know, last summer was the, it was, it was probably the loneliest period I've ever been. Mm -hmm. The reason was because um, I, I basically, you know, got enough money. Um, I, I was getting hired at Michael's, I was like, I left school. Um, so it ended my sophomore year. And I was like, I was going back home. And um, so I went back home and I was like, all right, time to get a job. So I signed up for Michael's and they were like, okay. So I told them I was gonna leave for Hong Kong because one, I need to get my stuff. And two, um, not only get my stuff, but also go see my girlfriend, Right. you know? Um, so I made that decision. Um, I got my ticket early and at the time my mom was like, you need money. So I was like, all right. So I did enough. Uh, the, good th the good part is that I earned enough money to in commissions just to have enough for myself. So I did everything. Myself. I bought my passport myself, bought my ticket myself. Ooh, I got everything by myself. I did everything by myself. Yeah, so I was like, all right, cool. But the only thing is I only had like, what? Two, $200 in my pocket. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was my trip. I was like, I'm going to go see my girlfriend and get my stuff. And so I had already, quote unquote, a 
predetermined position at Michael's. Mm. I was like, okay, cool. You know, I get back and get hired. Cool. Start the job. He was like, great. I come back. I leave. Go to my girlfriend. This is great. And I come back. And, you know, day after day, Michael's was like, nope, not here. Manager's not here. Long story short, I didn't get hired. I applied for other jobs and... I, I did like a day of training for Tropical Smoothie. They, they never hired me after that. And yeah, seriously, I, I went for a whole hour. And I was like, dude, like nobody hit me up. I was, you know, doing all these things. And I felt so low because it was like, I'm not used to, it's like, I need money. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't have a job. I'm, I can't do this. I can't do that. So I was trying to, like, get through. And I was told to get a position that it, it didn't happen. Right. Summer is ending. And here I am. I'm starting. I'm like, dude, what am I going to do? So what ends up happening is my mom's like, well, why don't you just sell your art? Right. And I was like, well, I don't want to sell my art because I feel as though who I am, my, my art is a reputation. Yeah. And and the only reason, now I could have very well sold my art. And, you know, I guess many artists, I hope you can relate to this, is that I'm animation. So if I want people to hire me, I want them to hire me for something I'm good at, something I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. The, the art that I was, quote unquote, supposed to sell was just classwork. And, and, and here's the thing, here's the thing, with classwork, that's hours and hours and hours and hours of time oh, put yes. into it. So it's like, if I sold it, who knows, if somebody else asked me to do something, that's, that's 70, 100 some hours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to, you know, do all that. That's not who I am. That's not the artist I want to be. Literally, that was for an A, my God. Exactly. That was for an A. So it's like, for me, it's like... That's my reputation. I'd rather be sold for my reputation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather I wouldn't earn money. I'd rather just be sold for, you know, do something I'm actually passionate about. And so I was starting a clothing, I wanted to start a clothing brand um, near the end. And it, you know, it was very slim. I was like, all right, it's not working out. So I did an animation for YouTube <laughs> um, that I started. And, you know, that was a lonely, lonely period because every single day, day to day, I would find myself getting irritated. Hmm. Now, normally it's like I was fine. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, is that I got, I was, I was unaware of my emotions. I was like, why am I so on edge? I was on edge all the time. And I was like, I got easily irritated, you know, I'll be doing housework, whatever. And I'm like, why? And it, it caused trouble between my, my own, not only my family, but also my, my girlfriend. And I felt so alone. And um, so I ended up breaking down. Damn. Really, I really had a, a serious breakdown and, you know, talking to my mom. My mom sat me down and was like, all right, you know, let's, let's figure something out. And I was so close, I thought I had like depression or something because, no, I'm serious because I was like, I was so low and I was so like, I don't know what to do because, you know, I don't have a job, I need money and school and stress, stress, stress <laughs> kept hitting me. And I was, I was, I was so unaware. That part 
told me, I was like, I was low because I felt like I had to rely on something I felt so insecure about, mm. which was art. You know, I, I didn't feel great at, you know, doing that and having to rely on something yeah. that you felt, you know, it's like, dude, like, how, what am I going to do? I, I felt, and it's, I've never, and I felt, you know, it was so easy getting a job and earning money. So it's like, what am I going to do for school? Yeah. What am I going to do for, you know, getting by? That happened. I was like, man, never again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now it's like I'm basically working really, really hard, not only to earn my own money, but just trying to figure things out for myself. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, exactly. It's all you can do. And, you know, I've now, where I am now is like, I'm, you know, grinding more than ever, but yet still maintaining my health, <laughs> my mental health. Mental I've learned physical health. Physical health. <laughs> seriously, seriously. There's so much, you know, so much into it. I started going to, you know, church, you know, here in Atlanta. I needed to find a church. And the good thing is that I'm really grateful for all the you know, the family, including friends, is that I had to get me through. Yes. You know what I mean? And I needed that reminder. Sometimes for me, it's like, I know I'm an emotional person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, sometimes when people tell me, like, oh, just do it, just do it, you know, that motivation, it's like, nah, man, just give me a hug. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously. I Sometimes I just need to know that I can do it. Seriously, bro. I'm seriously. And plus this fucking quarantine. It's like, if I would have knew it was be like this, I would have hugged my homie so much better, bro. (laughs) Seriously, man. That nigga Tyler tweeted, bro, I just need a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It's it's like, you know, sometimes motivation is one thing, but it's it's another thing to be like, look, man, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's alright to feel what you feel. It's okay to just ball and just be like, you know, I get it. Yeah. And it is. It's like that. Life sucks, man. Facts. Life is hard. Oh, it kicks you in the ball sometimes, bro. And the and crazy it, thing is, we're not even deep into. Yeah, we're not even deep. <laughs> we're not even the, deep. Bro. That's the thing that gets me all the time. It's like, yo. We not even deep into life yet. Yeah, for real. I mean, we're just in college. But there, I know there's a lot of people right now who, who still go through. Mm-hmm. Like, they, and that's the thing. It's like, whoever's in that, you know, there are people out there who need. We all need each other. We all need support. And sometimes even lending a simple hand saying, hey, man, I love your art. That's why artists need to support artists. That's, that's so important, man. Facts. Because put the flame emoji on my post, bro. Facts, man. <laughs> See, yo, this is dope. Because, and that's why I, I took the time to really repost. I take the time to comment and like, because we all need that confidence, man. That's how you grow. And as artists, your art is who you are. That's literally who you are. Shout out to all the art, bad or good. Shout out to the art. You doing your thing. You doing your thing, man. We're all, we're all growing. I'm gonna put the flame emojis on this. <laughs> it's like, hey man, send me your art. Let me repost it. Let me see what you got. Let me look collab. Let me see the vibes that you put down. Exactly, man. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, the good thing was that 
this past fall and everything. Um, my, my girlfriend, she came. It's been great, you know? And it really started to understand each other, relationship, you know? And being an artist, growing as an artist, and stop comparing. That's something, yeah, I learned. Stop comparing. For growth. Because, yeah, you gotta, you can't compare. You gotta let go of comparison just so you can grow. And I had to do that. I said, you know what? I, I can't, you know, I can't copy this person's style because I have my own style. You know, I have a natural style. And I, I can't I can't do this, but what I can do is do the best that I can. That's, that's all we can do, bro. Do the best of our ability as artists. talk this is a fantastic talk a lot of a lot of growing things yeah you know what this is growth i'm moving my fingers it's like a tree like sprouting i can't see it but yes <laughs> a lot of growth man it's a lot of growth comment on the bottom if you're watching on youtube comment on the bottom about your growth what have you done to grow let us know man We'll just, you know, we'll see it. We'll respond. Yeah, we'll give you feedback. Yeah. Also, be sure to check out the playlist. The playlist <laughs> about to be fire with some growth. If you're listening on Acorn, I mean Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening on Anchor, it'll be incorporated into the playlist. <laughs> the music be incorporated. And if you're on YouTube, hit the link in below. <laughs> anyway, guys, like, comment, subscribe, follow our um, follow us on our Instagrams. I'm at um, at underscore Illuminami. I L L U M I N A M I. Follow me and my boy, your boy SB2. Follow me at SB2 underscore DLS. That's SB2 underscore DLS. Right, man. Hit me. Hit also hit DMs. DMs Anything you yeah. want like for us to talk about, we'll just chop it up. Mm-hmm. I'm always, always, always here for some ideas, some new things you want to talk about as well. And on this note, this long note, man, <laughs> this deep conversation about growth. Peace, y'all. Stay tuned for next season. Uh, Next episode. Yes, next episode. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) All right. Peace, y'all. Peace. Practicing what you preach, my nigga. Yeah, that's the fuck is you doing? You don't told me. You don't told me to do this. 
But now that I fought your bitch, you mad at me? Nigga, you taught me how to do this shit. Right, everything you, you just me, said. Let me show you this. Hey, my mom and my dad. My dad love my mom. So many times my mom just a lawyer-ass bitch. And I love her, man. Rest peace to my grandma, man. Fate, man. All I have is fate, man. You know what I'm saying? Rest peace, grandma. I love you, bro, because you, 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 you did what you did, but you, you, you created a good-ass family, grandma. I know, you know what I'm saying? I know you got me. I know you, I know you got me, Because I do so much fucked up shit, and I feel your presence. You always block these things from me. It's cancer, man. Can't nobody stop me. You know